Hey guys, we're live with Savage Gentleman Podcast. We have Jeremy Horn getting his mic together here. And Jeremy Horn, the legend. The legend, Jeremy <laughs> Horn. And we, we brought Jeremy in to discuss the upcoming fight this weekend. If you guys have been living under a rock, you may not have heard that there is a big one going on between Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor. And we're going to discuss whether this is the fight of the century or just an absolute freak show. So, Jeremy, what do you think? <laughs> um, well, I don't know if I'd go so far as to say it's a freak show. Um, Connor is an incredible fighter, and he is a very solid boxer as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's not going to be the fight of the century. You don't think so? What do you so, think, Jeff? Uh, you know what? I've been watching a little bit of the hype, and I, and I got to tell you, I, I'm not, I, I haven't been impressed with the hype. Actually, it's kind of made me not want to watch Kind of a turnoff, huh? It's, it's kind of been a turnoff because there's nothing worse than, like, a bunch of athletes prancing around like peacocks saying that they're going to fight. It's, it makes me think of like old school Vegas where the fight is going to be fixed or something. Sure. Like or, or, you know, looking at professional wrestling where it's, you know, just this, this uh, macho man. Randy Savage. You know, coming in. And, the cream and, is going to rise to the top. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, you know, we'd love to, uh, love to hear you guys' thoughts. We're kind of doing this as a spur of the moment podcast since we missed Monday for the eclipse. So anyone who is watching live on Facebook, tune in with, and chime in with your comments and love to hear what you guys think about the fight. We're all going to be watching it. But, you know, are we watching it to see the pinnacle of combat sports? Or are we watching it to see, you know, this, like I said, freak show of, you know, MMA crossing over into boxing? Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'll, I'll certainly watch it. It'll be fun to watch, although I'm not going to pay 100 bucks for it. I'll, I'll find a sports bar, maybe, nice. uh, <laughs> you know, get a, get a group of friends together to split the cost or something. But, I'm uh, not paying $100 to watch yeah. it. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I think it's really interesting, you know, that we've gotten to this point in 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 MMA or boxing, whichever whichever side you fall on, where we're trying to definitively decide, you know, we're taking arguably the best boxer in our generation yep. to, and, and the best MMA fighter to date and pitting those guys together. But I think I think what people are discounting is they are very different sports, you know. It's very different sports. And I mean, that's you're asking a guy, so you've got so they're, we're, we're boxing. We're, yeah. it's, it's not an MMA fight. It's a boxing match. And so now all of a sudden you're asking a guy, McGregor, that he's taking a, you know, arguably a lifetime of training and discounting three quarters, maybe even more of that, of his tools. Yeah. That he all of a sudden, he can't use. Yep. Well, and, and Jeremy, you know, you can certainly speak to this. Boxing for MMA or striking for MMA rather is very different than boxing in the context of a boxing match. Yeah, definitely. There's there's a lot of things that boxers can get away with um, because they don't have to worry about being kicked or or you know need or taken down right. or or even just grabbed. Um, you know they can they can somewhat be a little more uh, calm about that because the referee's going to stop them. They're not going to get grabbed and thrown on their head. So a lot of the things that they can do. Um, you know, it, it may not even be a particular technique, but it's just the, the mindset that allows them to relax and focus strictly on boxing. And, and I would argue, too, like boxers can take a little bit more chances, not always like prize fighters. I mean, there's nothing to be, you know, trifled with, but you can, I mean, you've, you're, you're fighting with like 16 ounce gloves. How many ounce gloves are these guys fighting with? I think this with? one's There's, actually 10, so, I believe. Th that's one thing that, uh, that a lot of people, uh, it's a common misunderstanding. Uh, you know, a lot of people train with 16-ounce gloves. That's what you use for sparring. 
but in uh, in boxing, it's either a 10 or an eight ounce glove. And but versus an MMA glove that's uh, four or six, and a lot of times it depends really on the size of the hand. Obviously, the bigger the glove is, the more weight there is oh, going to yeah, be to okay. it. So, uh, you know, Brock Lesnar, I heard he had to have special gloves made for him, so they were because the, he's, he's got lunch boxes hands. for hands, like <laughs> um, legitimately. So I'm sure his gloves were probably close to eight ounces. Yeah. You know, the the biggest difference that people don't understand is a boxing glove has a lot of weight on the back of the hand and in the wrist. And if you really compare the padding across the front of the knuckles, they're not that different than. than oh, really? Yeah, yeah, it's it's really very not. similar. And I think oh, so. So the transfer of energy. So I've been living. I, I I've been living a lie. I always <laughs> thought that the that the MMA glove actually had less padding, and um, and so there was more there was more transfer of energy. It, it's a little bit less, but it's not as big it's of a discrepancy as people would think. Yeah. Um, really? I think, yeah, I think oh, there was a, a, a fight science documentary, like little, little vignette they did with Boss Rutten mm -hmm. on it, actually. And they were capturing the PSI from a boxing glove, an MMA glove, and bare knuckle. And there was, like, the difference between the boxing glove and the MMA glove was almost negligible. We're talking about... 300 to uh, 350 psi or 320 or something interesting right? yeah that didn't know but but you know with a bare knuckle that percentage went up significantly yeah. with yeah. no padding and just a straight fist the the power is way different so um those of you guys if if you're not as familiar with the folks, uh, the guys fighting, maybe you haven't seen much, you've just been hearing the hype. We actually have some clips that we're gonna refer to and kind of break down and disseminate what we're looking at. So, you know, let's, let us play, I think we should have a highlight of Conor McGregor somewhere in here. So I'm trying to see where, no we don't. Oh, where is it? Oh, McGregor's, well here's a good one. Okay, so let's go to clip six. This isn't a highlight, but this is a big controversial thing. Um, there's a well-known boxer, uh, Pauli Malignani. Malignani, I can't say that guy's name. Um, and this has been a big thing going around where this is a world champion boxer who came in to train with Conor McGregor, and this is the, some of the evidence that people are saying, dude, Conor McGregor's gonna knock Mayweather out. So roll that real quick right, and let's, yeah, let's, watch. let's look at it. So the MMA guys, the, the dude with, Standing. The, with yeah. the black headgear on. Yep. Yeah, so Mayweather's got the, uh, the white shorts, black headgear. Or McGregor, excuse me. Thank you. All right, so bring so, it back. So this was, you know, it's interesting. Get him up. Uh, I, I had a buddy of mine that he, um, when I was fighting amateur, he was fighting professionally yeah and um and he needed a he was um he was the muay thai guy mm -hmm. um and then he was just that was just in the early days of mma and um so he's like i gotta get my hands better what better way than to get in the ring and fight so sure. he started boxing professionally obviously at a very low level but one thing that he said when he came back is he's like holy cow because like muay thai you can fight like once a month yeah because you get beat up yep Whereas, and then he was coming out and he's like, geez, I, I can fight every weekend with boxing. He's like, man, I come out there and I'm kind of fine. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it's different from sport to sport. In something like MMA, unless you're Jeremy Horn, you're not doing a fight or several fights every weekend. Most guys, <laughs> well, they're some fighting. Of, some of us like to say the legend. The Jeremy legend, Horn. Jeremy Horn. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, basically, basically, Jeremy's the one, the one guy in the sport who's kind of the outlier <laughs> in that he was fighting every weekend and every you know other day and that sort of thing. But, you know, when we're looking at that video, a lot of people are saying that this is proof positive that that McGregor is going to be a force to reckon with uh, in, you know in, the, in the ring. And I, Jeremy, honest assessment. We're talking strictly boxing now, and I know that you adhere to all kinds of political restraint and PC. <laughs> he's very PC. Any of you guys out there that know Jeremy Horn know that he's the pinnacle of political correct. <laughs> so he'll probably not give us. No, he actually is going to tell us. Jeremy, really. What do you, what do you, like, really, what do you think? You know, it, it is a fight. Anything can happen with two guys. But I, I think it's so close to a 0% chance <clears throat> that, that it might as well be zero. Um, you know, and again, you always have, to, anything can happen. But what, what does that mean, a 0% chance? That, that means Connor is not going to win this fight. Okay, do you think he's going to get knocked out? He could. Yeah. That, that's where, so there's, I, I think that's where, at least for me, where a little bit of, you know, gray area starts to show up. Uh, Floyd certainly has the power to knock him out. Floyd has the skill to knock him out, but it's not really in Floyd's nature. He's more of a defensive fighter and he's going to coast until he sees that perfect opportunity. So, so why, why do you think that, that uh, Mayweather is going to, why do you think he's got the advantage? Well, because he's been boxing his entire life. He's one of the best in the world at that sport. And, uh, and Connor, while a good puncher and an amazing MMA fighter, does not have the hands or, or the, the experience that Floyd does. He's, he's not a prize fighter. Do we have They're a clip of, of, yeah, let's, of, um, of Floyd? Yeah, so let's go to the one where he's clip, actually sparring. Clip five. Is it clip let's five? Yeah, this out, is yeah, a perfect clip five. one. Yes, and this, this, this to me, I feel like is going to be very indicative of what we will see on Saturday night. This is Mayweather sparring with an up-and-coming young boxer named Don Moore. He's undefeated. And, and he's in here just toying with this guy. And this is an elite level boxer. He's talking to him the whole time. He's just giving, you know, giving him, giving him a whole bunch of trash talk as they're in there. Mayweather's playing with this, with this guy and this dude's legitimately trying to mess with him. And this is, this is something you know, showing the elusiveness of Mayweather to where he's a hard guy to hit, and I think that's going to frustrate someone like Conor McGregor Absolutely. quite a bit. You know, we've seen that in, in some of his other fights. You know, when, when the striking doesn't go, the, uh, the, the Nate Diaz fight was a great, great example. I don't know if you recall that one. No, I don't, I don't remember that one. What was so that let's, one? let's uh, play clip three real quick. And so this is one, and we're gonna we'll we'll replay some of these so and talk Nate about Diaz, a little bit more. Is he, is he a striker or is he a grappler? Both actually, but this in this fight they actually spend a good amount of it on their feet. So go ahead and roll that real yeah, quick. Yeah, let's check that out. So uh, Nate, Nate is great at, at jiu-jitsu, but he also is a, is a fairly accomplished boxer. And again, maybe not the greatest boxer in a boxing world, but as it pertains to MMA. His boxing is, is top shelf. The, the biggest thing that I think uh, both of the, the Diaz brothers bring to the table that a lot of MMA guys are not used to is their level of composure and patience and, uh, and focus. 
a lot of MMA guys, you know, you know, it's such a long story to tell. So in boxing, <laughs> in boxing, you spend your entire life, your your entire career, getting used to getting punched, and you don't get phased by it. Yep. If a punch lands and it doesn't rock you and wobble you, you ignore it and move on. Whereas MMA guys are still in kind of the infancy there where they're, they're flinching and they're closing their eyes and they're panicking because a punch landed. Most boxers you see, if they get hit, if that punch doesn't rock them, it's as if it didn't happen. They just keep moving, keep flowing, you know, try to do better next time, try not to get hit, you know. Um, and, and, and that can be, I think, very frustrating for a guy like McGregor who's used to putting people to sleep. When he touches guys in MMA, they usually fall down. And so the fact that he may right. land something, you know, but that's a great point, Jeremy. Mm. So that, yeah, and you know, and I think too, is like I was watching, you know, there's like, you know, there's boxers, there's professional boxers, and then there's prize fighters. Yeah. And you know, when we start talking about a prize fighter, you're talking about the best people on planet earth with fighting with their hands. And they didn't have to split up their time of expertise yeah. of figuring out elbows, grappling, knees, Just. kicks. All they had to figure out was hands. Yeah. And so now all of a sudden, and that's where I look at this, where I'm like, man, Floyd has got a tremendous advantage. And even watching some of his sparring sessions, like some of the stuff that's kind of like magic that Jeremy likes to beat up of like, you know, <laughs> knocking hands down and intercepting fists and stuff like that. That's stuff that Floyd, you see him doing that with some of the best boxers in the world. He's doing that instinctually because he's done it his whole life. Well, he's a guy that's, that's 49-0 professionally, uh, was an Olympic boxer as an amateur. I mean, this is a guy that, like you said, has spent his entire life bent on one thing and one thing only. Yeah. You know, and, and again, Conor McGregor is arguably one of the best MMA fighters that we've seen to date, but it's... It's again, you're stepping into a whole nother realm. And so, yeah, Jeremy, I mean, how hard, I mean, let's, let's pick your brain here a little bit. Jeremy, if, if I said, okay, you're going to do a boxing match, how hard would that be for you to transition from all of your tools in the toolbox to just your fists? Um, well, it wouldn't be that hard for me to transition and, and, and do that, but to excel at it is, is a different story. So you could put me in there with, another guy with reasonable boxing skills, and I maybe win, maybe lose, but I'm okay. But you put me in there against the best in the world and think I'm gonna win, it's a joke. And that's here's, what we're looking at. Yeah, so here, here's, a, here's a story. I, I, Josh has heard me tell this story before, and this is to give you an idea of- I love Jeremy Horn's story. They're great, they're the best. <laughs> so this one is it's really more of just kind of an example of the levels of boxing. So when I was training back in Iowa with all the guys back there, there was a boxer that trained with us named Laverne Clark. And I, at the time, was about, uh, about 210, and I think he, he fought in the, in the UFC a couple of times. I think he fought at 155. So I think he boxed right around there, 160. He weighed So my like size. So if yeah. you guys want to frame a reference, those of you watching. Yeah. He was a, a little, bit, <laughs> little bit taller, not as muscular, but yeah, pr pretty close. A few people. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> when I would spar with him, he was, he was a good boxer. He's, he is what you would call kind of a club-level pro. You know, a good guy, but, you know, not winning any world titles. And I actually, as I started to kind of gain on him, I'm thinking, okay, you know, keep in mind, I'm 45 pounds heavier than this guy. And I'm like, hey, I can back him up. I'm doing good. I, I land a jab every now and then. I feel like I'm actually gaining. I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm becoming a boxer. And then I went to an exhibition fight with him and a training partner of his, a guy named Antoine Eccles. And Antoine Eccles spanked him like he didn't know how to box. Wow. That's not the end of the story. But wait. Then I watched a title fight between Antoine Eccles and Bernard Hopkins. 
And Hopkins spanked him like he didn't know how to box. Wow. That gives you an idea. Now, granted, my boxing was not great back then, but I'm tough, and I was learning, and we were just training where, you know, I can make more errors, I can have some fun. So we're essentially in, like, level of, like... And, pe I mean, and people we're, don't we're, understand we're, we're how talking like not high, not high school to college. We're talking <laughs> high school to the NFL, yes. essentially. Yes. I mean, is it even high school? To the I NFL? don't even know. I mean, I mean it might be middle school. It at might that be point. middle school yeah. to the to the NFL. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to. I've met I've met one. Well, I met one guy that was a sparring partner. I actually worked with him for a short period of time. He was a sparring partner of Mark, Mike Tyson. He he had been oh, a wow. sparring partner twice. And this guy's skill with his hands, he had never, he, had, he wasn't a prize fighter or anything like that. Just, he's a tough guy, really tough guy. And he could move, and he, but the ability that this guy had with his hands was like, it was like lightning coming yeah, across. Yeah, it's scary. It, it, is. It, it, was, it was unbelievable. And it's like trying to hit him, you know, I was no prize fighter either, but even trying to hit him with his bobbing and weaving, it was... It was unbelievable, and he was like, kind of like what you're saying, like a, you know, a mid-level kind right. of guy. Yeah, and that, and that's what a lot of people don't understand. You know, people watch a boxing match, or like uh, Lomachenko is is you know the new hotness right now, and he's an amazing fighter, obviously. But some of the angles that he moves and some of the techniques that he uses, anybody that's familiar with the sport can watch that and go, okay, I see what he did there. <laughs> I I understand the technique. I could do that to my ten-year-old niece. Right. You know? That's the difference. But <laughs> To then be able to actually do that to somebody else that's at a high level, uh, like I said, people just don't understand. Um, it's the application. It's not just the knowledge of the technique and, and understanding what's going on. It's being able to do it against somebody that's resisting you. That, that makes so let's difference. watch two prize fighters. It's clip number two. Let's check that out. So this is this is one of the fights that Mayweather had that, that people really argued, you know, the controversy of whether or not he won this. This is... Um, against Jose Luis Castillo. Castillo, yeah. And 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 it's interesting, you know, this is this is one of the few times where where you where you see Mayweather really getting pushed and and kind of being uncomfortable. Look at the speed of their hands. You know, you know what I mean? It's just Yeah. And and you don't see and if you watch these guys like their hands are up, they're ready to fend themselves. I mean, it, it's not a lot of the really open stances that you can kind of that you you can kind of get away with in the UFC, but you kind of need so that you can intercept kicks. And, right. Yeah. And defend against. You know, if some guy's taking a shoot on you, if your hands are if your hands are here and some guy's it's a long way to go. Shooting, it's a long way to go. So you're kind of always managing where those hands are based off of who you're fighting. Whereas a prize fighter, those hands are. They're not moving too far right. from... Well, and stylistically, if you look at Conor McGregor, I mean, he is no, notorious hot. See what I did there? <laughs> with, with keeping his hands kind of low, he's got that very, you know, karate, traditional martial arts yeah. style, which it'll be interesting to see if he actually adopts that in, in this boxing match. And uh, Matt Ashburn chimes in. And Jeremy, I don't know if you've heard any word about this, but uh, Matt, thanks for, for asking. Jeremy, do you know any updates on Matt Hughes? Um, um, no, not a whole lot more than the general public does. Um, I, I read on Facebook, like most people did, a guy named Tony Zuka, who's a good friend of Matt's and a, and a friend of ours, posted that Matt was out of the hospital. It was showed a picture of him in the wheelchair. They were out moving around. Uh, so, I mean, I'm assuming he's making progress. 
Uh, but beyond that, I don't know much. Gotcha, gotcha. So, and for everyone else that's, that's watching us live, we'd love to hear your thoughts and, and opinions on this. And tell us who you guys are rooting for, who you think you're gonna, is going to win, whether it's Mayweather or McGregor. I see a couple people, you know. We've got a couple of our, uh, our regulars. Our regulars, yeah, Pete, chiming in. Pete and Chaz, hey, you guys, thanks for tuning in. It's great to see you guys out there. Share this with your buddies. Somebody might find this interesting or at least entertaining. Let's see. So Michael says Mayweather may be one of the best boxers, but he is used to slow fighting, whereas McGregor is used to speed, which I believe will be his advantage. And I, Jeremy, I, I, uh, I, I, disagree. I disagree with that. Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that. I mean, I, first of all, I don't really know what he means by, you know, Mayweather is used to fighting slow. I mean, if it's we're one talking, of the fastest guys yeah, on the if planet we're talking hand speed, you know, Mayweather's got incredible hand speed. If he's talking about maybe the overall pace of the fight where it's not just a, a sprint to the finish line, maybe that's what he means. Right. But, uh, but that's the thing. I mean, you know, Mayweather has fought some of the best in the sport. You know, he's fought big guys, long guys, lefties, hard punchers. He's fought, you know, something that McGregor has. No matter what McGregor has, Mayweather has fought people that have had that, and nobody's been able to touch him. Yeah. I think Shane Mosley was a, a, known as quite a power puncher, and he caught uh, – Mayweather with a punch in their fight and hurt yep. him a bit, but couldn't put him away. Yeah. So um, let's let's watch some of the showboating. Yeah. So this, this is and actually this is, and I and this is the part of like any sports that I absolutely hate. Yeah. I know you love it. I I know I'm actually not a fan of showboating, <laughs> but in the context that we're going to see here, so let's play clip number one. This is that same sparring match, um, and and they are putting on a show. You see all, all kinds of people that are around, and and this isn't a competitive thing. Really, this is just an exhibition where Mayweather's just kind of showing off for this uh, crowd. And so play this, and you see him just kind of taunting this up-and-coming young guy. Clarking at him. Um, so is that, is that, that was Mayweather making the turkey. That, that was Mayweather just just you know doing turkey calls at this guy. He's trying to take his head off and and being rather unsuccessful. <laughs> um, and, and a lot of people are agreeing here as they're they're typing in their comments. You know, voting for Mayweather and and you know that's my understanding of combative sports leads me to believe that the guy who has dedicated <laughs> his life to this one skill set probably has the advantage. Um, but a lot of people are arguing, and Jeremy, I'd love to hear your thoughts, you know, but, but, but that one punch, but luck, but heart, but will. Well, so first of all, um, heart and will are meaningless. I mean, they, they, will, they will keep you in the fight, but they won't win the fight for you. You know, that's like, that's, you don't win a fight by being tough. Yeah, and, and we got another person chiming in. Jamie's saying the same thing, but, you know, a little bit more on that because we've talked about this before about right. just wanting it more than the other person. Yeah, and that's, that's not a thing. So, again, th those are all useful skills, and they are good to have, but that's like, that's like saying, you know, I want more than anything to be able to bench 1,000 pounds or even 500 pounds. 
I want it so bad. All I do is dream about it. I eat, sleep, and train, and I, that's all I want. I want it so bad. It's not going to change the fact that if I'm not strong enough, I'm not strong enough. If you don't have the skill to do it, it doesn't matter how bad you want it. Yeah, if your max bench is a is a buck thirty five, you you gotta so you can you, want in one hand and shit in the other. You, you gotta have both. You gotta exactly. Have, you gotta have skill. If, you gotta exactly. have DNA. You gotta. If have you desire. have the skill to do it, then the heart will keep you in the fight until your skin skill can win it for you. Yeah, that's a, that's a great way to put it. And I think you know I think sports movies yeah. has really kind of askewed our mindset of yeah. what it takes to win competition. It's like man, you just gotta dig deep and you just gotta have heart. And and to some extent. Yes, but, you know, another analogy, you can't make chicken salad out of chicken shit. I don't, you know, that's the other thing, too. <laughs> well, it's you like, can, but it doesn't taste It's very not very well. tasty, and, and that's not always going to be enough. I mean, there is, in, in any kind of athletic endeavor, there is always a percentage. There's never, it, nothing is ever 100%, sure. but if we're playing the odds and we're looking at this rationally, the percentage of winning this is very, very small, and again, hoping and wishing I don't think, you know, or heart or whatever you want to attribute to the size of the fight and the dog. I don't think that that is going to going to come to bear here. So, yeah, so let's check out. Let's check out clip six. It's McGregor spalling. Uh, oh, so this is going back. Yeah, we did watch that one. Um, I actually let's go to clip four and, and let's go to Diaz stunning McGregor with a few punches yeah, here. This out. is clip four. And see what happens. <laughs> this isn't that long ago. This was there. Was it their first fight? Uh... I'm not sure. He I mean, say. you see this big yes, open. Yeah, this is the first fight. You see this big open stance that guys have. Yeah. And and it's just one of those. It's like, man, it. it Jeremy, yeah. I mean, is that going to work against a prize fighter? Uh, well, you know, honestly, a lot of times, a lot of boxers will adopt a fairly wide stance. the The biggest reason not to do that is because you're not super mobile and you're going to get kicked a little no, what easier. No, what I mean is where his hands. Keep playing that. Keep that on a. Oh, you mean with their hands low? Keep that on, yeah. a, on, a, on a cycle. There's guys that make it work. Watch, I mean, Machida is. I mean, is that going to work against a prize fighter? No, I don't think so. That's that's where the kind of speed is going to is going to play a factor. You know, if he leaves his hands down low like that, Floyd will eat him alive. And Corey chimes in with a great comment. It says every time Mayweather has been rocked and hurt, the guys never went all in. And and using Shane Mosley as a. Uh, as an example, you know, kind of wasted the opportunity, didn't capitalize, versus Connor being used to ending guys and kind of smelling that blood in the water. Do you think there's any legitimacy to that? Uh, well, I, I don't know. I, I'm, not, uh, I'm not an expert on Mayweather's career, but I don't know how many times he's been rocked. So to say every time he's been rocked, you know, in 49 fights, two, three, you know, I, yeah. I don't know if it's happened that often. Well, and another thing to keep in mind, too, is, is we saw in the Nate Diaz fight where we, the, the other clip that we showed from that with McGregor getting completely exhausted and really in both fights, you know, where he's not used to people withstanding his barrage, all of a sudden he gets very tired, you know, yeah. because he's putting a ton of power behind every punch, which is great when they land, but it's yeah. very costly if they don't and so so, you, so Corey's throwing up some stuff down there he's saying uh, madonna judah mosley those guys all rocked what, what from what he's saying is those guys rocked uh May mayweather yeah sure. um and, and steven is chiming in again and and this is where you know the savage gentleman aspect comes in because again there's this common misconception steven says i think it'll ultimately come down to who wants it more and i think that's probably the the absolute biggest myth uh, that exists in sports in general, especially in, in fighting. I, I mean, wanting it more, 
I know, I know you've lost fights and I've lost fights that, that I can guarantee you I have wanted it more than anything in the world to win that. And sometimes it just isn't there. Absolutely. You know, I mean, you can want and you can try and you can wish and hope. And sometimes it's just not your night. So, and, and you guys that are out there, Nine, Dragon, Nine Dragons Fight Shop, that's a cool name. Thanks for sharing this. And then uh, Christine Burgess, thanks for sharing this. And the rest of you guys, you're not showing up on our feed. Thanks for sharing this too. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, just so you guys know, we can see your comments right here. Zach has set up the Death Star. And so we can see the comments and we can see some of you guys that are sharing it. So that's why if you guys have questions, blast them in. We'll get to them uh, as best as we can. So share this with your friends and family. Make sure you like the Savage Gentleman page. Smash that button with a hammer. Well, not <laughs> on your computer, your buddy's computer. And then, uh, you know, or like a... Like hammer a, fist? Like a hammer fist if you're into whatever hammer fist. <laughs> oh, wait, that's in a whole nother rabbit hole. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You guys, so yeah, thanks. Share this with your friends and family. And yeah, your it's... Um, there's... It's really interesting that this is happening, but but there is definitely a spectacle that is bringing people in, and that's where we we included the title, whether it's a freak show or not, you know, because <laughs> it, it it kind of is, and it will it will be interesting. I think ev all eyes are going to be on this event, but I know Jeff has really been critical of all the pre-fight hype of all the you know the press conferences and that sort of thing. So I got to say, it's absolutely been nauseating. Yeah, like in a in a in a like. I can't imagine how much money they're paying Facebook and Instagram because it seems like, or maybe it's just the sites that I go to, but it's like this endless array of like, of, of, uh, of, of circus. Of yeah. A circus. It's but a clown there's, show. There's some people that absolutely love it. I mean, I've got friends and buddies that just eat up everything well, that the, McGregor the, the, says. I, I would love to own part of the WWE. I'd yeah. I, but I don't watch it. Yeah, so I mean, for some people it's a turnoff. I'm sure you're not a huge fan of it either, Jeremy. You know, I don't mind a little bit, but yeah, when it gets a little, uh, a little too much, it, yeah, it gets. Let's let's but. watch a clip. You want to see a clip? Um, so here, we'll play this one, clip number seven. Here's uh, here's from one of the press conferences that, uh, that they I love put it. together. I agree, it's over the top clown ops. Yes, that's a great. That's going to be another T-shirt, clown ops. <clears throat> right now, I'm gonna do a song. Watch out, Ronaldo. <laughs> Watch out, Ronaldo. Yeah. Uh. <clears throat> At the fancy feast, I came for the fro yo. Then I look around and there's one deer, two deers, three deers, four deers. And my little friend says, So many deers. I don't. Long in this deer pack. Watch out, Ronaldo. Watch out, Ronaldo. So that is that is so bad. <laughs> whoever whoever his manager is that talked him into that needs to like be, be bitch slapped. So this that is that was horrible this this is a little joke that we kind of played on jeff so that was that was footage from the press conference that was not him they did a bad lip reading so this is like kind of a meme that's been floating around so he was not saying that we actually didn't want to play some of the back and forth oh, thank because goodness. thank yeah, goodness i thought that was real and it was like uh, i've lost all faith in, the in humanity no 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 so <laughs> that was if, if you if you're familiar with the bad lip reading uh, groups that are out there. That's, that was that was a, a parody that they did. But 
that was some footage where these guys have been touring the nation and, and, and all over the place just talking trash and, and not even intelligently talking trash. And that's, that's the part that gets me is it's just like, that's because you're stupid. No, you're stupid. I'll beat your ass. No, no you're stupider. You. Yeah, and, and for me, it's like, there was a few good one-liners. I think, um, I, think, I think McGregor has done a pretty good job of peppering in a few, a few clever things, but... You know, I'm not... It, it, Zach's giving us the inside scoop Ooh. here where they both blew in on the same plane and it's all for show. Well, here's the thing. Both of these guys, if, if you really wanted, if you hated someone, right, absolutely hated them, wanted them to die, wanted to kill them, you're not going to wait six months, a year to fist fight them, right? The second you see that human being, it is, it is on like Red Dawn, right? But these guys know there's a ton of money to make and that's where... Yeah. That's where they are, are playing the game here. And yes, you know, where they're hyping it up, there's a lot of stuff, but you know, they're flying on the same plane. That, you was, know? that was a good joke. Did you Jeremy, like that? What you, what, <laughs> did you believe? Did you I, I had seen that? some of those before. So it's you know, a couple of bars in, I, I knew what it was. He figured it out. Oh, um, it shows you how much I pay attention. To. Yeah, that, sorry, Jeff. I, I should have uh, clued you in, but it's more fun to get your genuine reaction. Okay, so do we have any clips of actual banter going back and forth? I don't think we do. I think, I think we can, put, we, can put, we can put Zach on, uh, on the search there and try to find there's, something. There's one where McGregor's sitting on the stage. And he's wearing like a cloak. Of fur. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. that's like a big white fur, fur cloak. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's like one of the most ridiculous things you've ever seen. In it's your life. super, super extravagant. But you know, it, it's hard to knock these guys. I mean, for me, standing on the back, I've never made, uh, yeah. you know, seven, eight, nine figures it's that, it's that one off right of a fight. Yeah, I think it's so. You know, far be it for me to <laughs> to critique these guys. But personally, and I think Jeff, you agree. My own taste is. I just want to see you guys fight. I don't care what is said, what isn't said. Just go out there, put on a good fight. Here we go. This is, this is Mayweather, or sorry, McGregor trying to show off. Go ahead and play that real quick. Oh, 10 more seconds. 10 more seconds to get up there. Okay, so the clip that we're getting ready to show you is like, you know, he's wearing um, Hawaiian board shorts with a fur full-length coat while Mayweather's throwing, money. throwing dollars into the air like he's James Bond going through a crowd of really poor people or something. He's saying, I'm against black people. It's a nice snake. It is a good snake. That's absolutely fucking ridiculous. Did they not know Just pause it right there, Zach. So, so Jeremy, yes. shoot me straight. Do you own one of those jackets? <laughs> He's got two, actually. <laughs> yes. It's not a snake on the back, though. I'll bet it's a dragon. Yes. <laughs> a, a skeleton dragon with glitter and skulls all around it. Jeremy, come Classic. on, man. You're like, you're like one of the, like, legitimately, you've been in the sport probably longer than just about anybody. Longer than I've been alive. <laughs> what, what, what is, what do you think, when you see, when you see that, I mean, what do you think? You know, I'm, I'm a little bit torn. I mean, first of all, I'm a huge Conor McGregor fan. I think he's an incredible fighter. Um, and I, I don't mind a little bit of the, the trash talking because that's, that's what drums up interest for, sure. the, for the fight. So I don't mind a little bit. One thing that, I, that I've always kind of admired about him is, is kind of the way that he does it. Um, you know, I, I've always, for those people that know me, I've always been a fairly respectful guy when it comes to fighting. And I don't, I don't want to say anything bad about anybody. And he has, for the most part, been the same way. You know, if, if he's going to be getting a fight with somebody, he's going to say, look, 
this guy is not on my level. He doesn't belong in the ring with me. I'm going to knock him out in two rounds. That's not necessarily disrespectful. That's just being honest. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's different than saying, look, I'm better than that guy rather than saying that guy's a piece of crap and he sucks. You know, there's a big difference. So I don't mind somebody that's, that's got the supreme confidence that he does, especially because he goes in and backs it up. Um, so, you know, I'm okay with it. How about, the, what, what about the flashiness? What do you, you know? Because here's the thing. I, I miss, actually, the walkouts from Pride and, and yeah. a little bit of that spectacle. But this, this feels very different. This feels very contrived, you know? In, in Pride, guys would come out and they'd have, you know, pyrotechnics and they'd, you know, Genki Suda would come out to a whole, like, dance break deal and, and that to me was entertaining but this just feels yeah this I don't is, know, it this feels just, very it's a little too forced exactly yeah exactly yeah. exactly and, and jeff jeff i know you hate it you you have no tolerance for any of that but you did like the ronaldo song <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one you guys that was pretty that good one. so I, I threw up on my mouth a little bit he was man he was just cringy watch that so uh justin is is typed in i really think that if they go toe-to-toe mcgregor could possibly pull out the win um Connor hits really hard. Every fight that he's seen Mayweather's, he sticks and runs, um, kind of like the, the uh, Manny Pacquiao fight. And I, I think that's going to be a strategy here. There is no incentive for Mayweather to just stand toe-to-toe and slug it out with a guy that he is faster and more skilled with. So certainly not, but people are taking into account, again, uh, you know, he's got a defensive style. That's fine. But he also punches people. I mean, tell, tell uh, Ricky Hatton he was sticking and running. You know, yep. or uh, who is it? Uh, Victor... That was a little bit of an unusual uh, scenario because there was a, a foul and he right. was trying to, you know, so, but Floyd will punch people when he sees the opportunity. Sure. Now, you know, maybe the opportunity is there five out of 10 and he only takes it three out of 10, but right. he, he will take a, take a punch when he, when he sees it. Absolutely. Um, and, and, and even, even in the Pacquiao fight, I mean, he landed punches. Yes, yeah. there was a lot of running. There was a lot of, a lot of fleeing, but I mean, stylistically, that that's his game and and you know boxing is the sport of hitting without getting hit you know it's not okay let's just stand there and punch each other until someone dies it's i'm gonna hit you and not let you hit me and and mayweather is is a master of that i think i'm sorry i completely lost my chain of thought because matt ashburn says that my new alias is ronaldo that's a good name for you completely you completely throw me that is he's really contemplating (laughs) contemplating well we're just talking about how the style matches up and it's interesting when you watch when you watch both of these guys they are generally counter punchers you know mcgregor has made his living off of being a counter puncher and obviously mayweather mayweather has as well so it'll be interesting to see two Counterpunchers, who's going to press forward in this? Because in my but mind, if they're both counterpunchers, will anybody throw anybody, a punch? I don't know. That's yeah. the question. How, how bad would that be if they go out there and dance and throw three jabs apiece for twelve rounds? What oh. was that? <laughs> what, there was a professional fight back in the uh, late '80s, and they just and I can't remember. It's two phenomenal boxers. I, I don't think it was Marvin Hagler, but they just the the entire fight they just moved around in circles and. Like through jabs, and I, I thought you, you were know, talking about uh, Severn and Shamrock. That was oh, uh, that was a good one. That was <laughs> 30, classic. Thirty minutes of 30 them waltzing. Of, uh, all right. So, how much time we got left, Zach? We've got about twelve minutes. It looks like. So, make sure you guys are sending in any questions. And you know, we've got Jeremy here, who's obviously an expert in all things fisticuffs. Um, I know let's, a little bit myself. Let's watch the. Let's watch clip three again, where. Um, but well, I, I I don't know. I want to see clip three again. Okay, let's play it. I don't have a good reason. Can you uh, find the clip of uh, Mosley and Mayweather? 
See if you can pull it up. Yeah, see if you can pull up the, the Mosley Mayweather fight because that's so he here's wobbly legged a bit. Yeah, this is Diaz just putting pressure, you know, and and really Mosley, Mosley, L E Y, and kind of getting Connor in a, in a bad spot where in in the realm of MMA we hadn't really seen this before, and he's kind of taunting him. What kind of what kind of fighter is Diaz? You might, you I mean, might have where's, to find where's him he rank up? Um, he's he's been you know kind of a consistent top five just on the cusp of title contention for a long time. I mean, he's in the, in the sport of MMA, MMA he's kind of a, uh, a household name. Him, him and his brother Nick both are pretty popular, very, very tough. Um, this, was, this was kind of a, a super fight of sorts where we're starting to see that now where instead of just working up your ranks in the weight class, now guys are looking for just big money fights. And that's, that's yeah. really what this boils down to, this that Mayweather-McGregor fight. So someone asked about the... Uh, Mayweather Shane Mosley fight. So we've got we've got some highlights from that. Zach, let's play those and we'll we'll talk about them. Jeremy, give us your expertise if you would. <laughs> so yeah, I've, I've uh, I watched this clip a while back and I don't know. Uh, yeah, see that that right there. That was a hard right hand that that hurt Floyd badly and and he's hurt and trying to recover. But still, I mean, look how quickly he recovers. And I don't know if it was an accident or instinct, but they'll show another angle. And when that right hand hits him. He takes some of it, and then he right away grabs Mosley's hand to oh, slow it yeah, down. Yeah, no, he's he is holding onto his arm, full fledged there. He was he was hurt, and he was hurt pretty bad. I would yep, say there's that. a wobble there again. Boom, and, grabs, tie him up. Um, and so yeah, so for for people to say that well, no one's really gone after Floyd the way Connor's gonna. I I I think that's I think that's in error um, because you watch the way. Flo um, yeah, watch this. Bip. Oh, that was a, a hell solid of a punch. shot. Yeah. And, you know, he's hurt, and he ties him up well. And yeah, he almost, grab, he almost grabs like a Russian with yep. that arm as it comes through. You know, and then he got hit cool. again, and he was hurt yep. bad, and, and Mosley is going after him. Yeah. And Floyd's recovered. So, so like, typically you get, you get your, your bell rung. About how long does it take you to kind of clear the cobwebs? And <laughs> Jeez, well, it depends on how well. Exactly. It varies. Uh, in my second fight with Chuck... Uh, he caught me with a punch in the first round, and somewhere through the fourth round, I started getting the cobwebs out. You were like, so, oh, wait, I'm, I'm like, fighting. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it varies. And, I, you know, and that's one thing I think that, that uh, boxing has an advantage over. You know, in, in MMA, if you get hit hard, number one, you can fall down to the ground and try to coax the guy to the ground with you. Um, in boxing, if you go down, you're, you know, you're losing badly. So they have to take those punches, and they have to be able to stay on their feet and recover you know, in, in a harder environment, you know, when you're laying on the ground, it's easier to, to recover your balance. When you're standing and staggering around, it's different. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. And you know, the other thing too, is not only do you have to try and recover and, and get the cobweb shaken off, but you also have to avoid more damage. Not right. only are you, you know, getting your shit together, but you also have to make sure you don't get hit again. Cause that, right. you know, multiple factor of getting, getting your bell rung and punched again is, is really bad news. Yeah. So let's. And if, if I saw this clip properly, this uh, at this point Mayweather was forty-four and zero. Wow. So this was only like six fights ago. Yeah. So it, this is not like this was super early in his career, and uh, you know, granted, it was a few years ago because he's been retired for a while. But sure. You know, there's a Zach. Go ahead and bring it back. There's a. There's you a, know what's amazing is, um, you know what I'm 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 really looking at the uh, looking at the distance that these guys have. So boxers. 
Boxers really don't have that flexing distance that's taking place between an MMA fighter and a boxer. But then if you look at the speed of the hands, I mean, it's like these guys can really like move out. Yeah, it's, you know, for me, it's a lot about the range. We've got a special guest here, my daughter, Maverly. Special Woke guest, Maverly. Here. Hey, sweetie. So, yeah, it, it's interesting <laughs> the ranges that you play with in boxing are very different than MMA. And I know a lot of guys that have transitioned over, and I'm sure you have too, and it, it really messes with them. You look at MMA and the guys are really separated for yeah. quite a while. Right. Whereas in boxing, you stay in that danger zone almost the entire time, and either you get really close or you get back in that danger so how does it like jeremy how does that change the fight um well i think that uh i think that mayweather will have a bit of an advantage in that because he's used to dealing with that range more where people seem to think that you know connor's mma angles and mma ranges will have an advantage um all that really means is that he will be an extra foot and a half away from floyd um, and unless people think he's going to like jump into range and hit him with something that quickly, I just, I, I could be wrong. Of course, there's a lot of gray area in this topic in particular, but I just don't see how that's going to, you know, play to, to McGregor's advantage. Well, and, and yeah. I can't imagine that there is any angle that McGregor is going to show him that Mayweather hasn't seen in his, you know, 20 plus 30 <laughs> yeah. years of boxing. Well, that's, that's another so, thing that so, always... I so what about where they're, where they're saying that the clinch isn't going to work with Connor? Well, so it, it could change it in the sense that when they clinch, Connor might be more inclined to really start throwing Floyd around because he will have the advantage in the clinch with some wrestling ability, um, although that's illegal. And if he does that, he's going to get penalized for it, and it might mm. burn a little energy doing it. Interesting. Whereas in boxing, a lot of times you just tie the guy up and you just wait and you just wait for the referee to separate you. You know, you're not really, you're not really pummeling. You're not pushing the guy around like you would be in MMA, which takes a bit more energy. So, I could see Connor either getting penalized or, or possibly burning a lot of extra energy unnecessarily. So if you, so what was the one move that was the thing that was going through social media? The one MMA move that McGregor is going to be able to use. Well, I, I don't know if it was true or not, but they were speculating that he was going to be able to use what they call a Superman punch, which is basically, you know, a fake low kick and then a right hand over the top of it. Well, why wouldn't you be able to do that anyways? Well, so a lot of people kind of, they, they misunderstand the use of that. Um, it's not just me jumping in the air and punching you. It's me kicking you in the leg repeatedly until you start to drop that hand to defend it. And then I fake the kick and throw a right hand uh. in its place. But without the... Without the uh, uh, setup of multiple leg kicks to get you to drop your hands, it doesn't. It it's doesn't worthless. have exactly. Uh, I and so I, I don't know if it's true. I doubt it would be. But that's what they were speculating. The the big one MMA move yeah. that he was going to be allowed to uh, use. But I, I don't see that being a factor really at all. I think uh, that's that's uh, just more hype. Yeah. I think it's more hype to build interest because at the end of the day, what sells this fight is the the off chance that Conor McGregor actually wins. Right. That's what everyone's tuning in for is, so, is so the underdog factor. So let's try, uh, let's draw a parallel. Was it Joe Frazier that right here in Salt Lake City, I think it was Joe Frazier when he fought Judo Jean LaBelle. You remember that, Jeremy? No, we were all, we weren't, I don't think we were born yet or brand new, <laughs> but, but the fight, did you ever watch that fight? No, I saw one between uh, Muhammad Ali and Antonio Inoki, but I don't know if I saw the it, Jean LaBelle. Oh, that was, it, a, that was it, a good one. It was yeah. even before that one. Was, uh, oh, wow. Really? No, I never no saw kidding. that one. That's an Against old, long time uh, Jeff ago. Frazier. Yeah, you were talking like, I think it was like 1972 or something. So, wow. 
but um, yeah, it's really, it's really, it's like credited. It's like kind of the first, you know, mixed martial crossover art of, of, of modern times type <clears throat> thing. Gotcha, Matt. Um, great question. If Mayweather takes a loss, will there be a rematch? What do you think? I don't know. That's a, that's actually a very good question. Um, I would think so. I mean, a, a loss could only mean another huge payday for both of them. Sure. Um, so, I know that's interesting though because if I mean Floyd obviously had forty nine and zero is is got a huge legacy to work on, and if he takes a loss, you know, is the is the money worth it enough to possibly risk a second loss? Well, well and it's an you know when you it's make an interesting idea when you make almost a billion with a B billion. What is this fight worth? I, I heard that they're both going to be getting in the neighborhood of a hundred million. Yeah. That's so I mean, yeah, even even a hundred million dollars, even because some I, there was a speculation. I thought someone said that uh, that Mayweather was going to get nine hundred million and and McGregor would get a hundred. I don't know if that's true, but it's. That, I mean, it's there's a there's an high. awful lot. So we're looking here around three hundred and ninety or five hundred million dollars grossing for this. Wow. I mean that's an insane amount of money, and, yeah, and that's a at, lot of at money. that point it's like, man, what what do I have to prove to anyone? Right. You know, uh, and and it, it, the other aspect that people have been discussing too is um, actually Kit Cope, a good friend of the show, had talked about some of the things that Mayweather was saying, talking about, hey man, you know, I, he's he's a great fighter. I'm a little bit past my prime, you know, but at the end of the day, I'm making a ton of money, so I don't really care what happens. And some would say that that's not a great attitude to have. You're kind of making excuses. It's not. That's very interesting. I never heard that he said that. So it, that makes me think a couple of things. Either A, he's playing into it to try to develop more interest in the sure. fight and maybe look weak. Yep. Or maybe he doesn't care that much anymore. I just, I, I can't believe that though. I can't believe somebody, you know, on top of the game like he was, you know, he's he's all about, you know, the money team, you know, pretty sure. boy Floyd. He's, yep. he's all about that. I can't see him now taking maybe not the, the biggest boxing match of his life, but arguably one of the most important fights in his life, um, suddenly like, yeah, I don't really care. I'm rich. Well, there's speculation too, where they're saying that like, oh, you know, he's not putting in the, tra in the training and, and, you know, he's just out showboating and playing around and partying all the time, you know, and, and I think he's a smart guy when it comes to business, you know, yeah. the guy might not be able to read or write, but yeah, but <laughs> he knows he one, knows how to sell a one, fight. One, one thing that one thing that's obvious though is, is both these guys have got pretty big egos. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So yeah. I don't think anybody's walking out there wanting to get knocked out. Certainly not. Right? No. Not really. Yeah, it's like I don't care. I'm making a lot of money. Doesn't matter. Uh, you don't you don't get to that level without a little bit of a uh, little bit of ego uh, in there. A little bit of ego. A little bit of pride. Sure, sure. But you know now I'm wondering with a guy that's been in the game for as long as Mayweather is, is he playing mind games with McGregor and, and possibly the fans? Is he trying I to could, sway the betting odds a little bit? And, um, you know, just, just putting on this air. Cause I, I don't for a second believe for a fight like this, like you said, for the ego either. that he would not be taking it as seriously as possible. Well, and doing everything yeah, because he think can. about it. If Mayweather loses, you're talking like a major upset. I mean, this this would be the biggest, and Joey, yeah, absolutely, this would be the biggest upset in boxing history, hands down. I mean, Jeremy, what would this do to the fight world? I mean, we're, you know, guessing at this point. So What would this do to the it fight would, It would depend on the context of the loss. So if, if they go in there and Connor throws like a Hail Mary when Floyd's not looking and, <laughs> and clips him and hurts him, <laughs> uh, 
and maybe finishes him. Well, then you, okay, maybe it's a fluke. You know, anything can happen. That's that lightning strike. But if Connor goes in there and outboxes him and it eats him up with a jab and beats him up and outboxes him and beats him, then what that means is boxing is a joke. Yeah. It means the best in the world just got beat by, by a guy that was an, a decent amateur boxer. A hobbyist, kind right. of. You know what I mean? Wow. It, to, put it, to put it contextually. That's, that's what that means. The, likely, the likelihood of that happening, I think, is so astronomically small that I would almost cry foul if that happened. I, I, yeah, you know, I, I, I would almost start, I'd put my tinfoil hat on and say, <laughs> hey, this is some kind of conspiracy because everything that I know about fighting and combat sports yeah. would be turned completely on its head in that instance right so like you know like i said i mean you know you look at the ev- people talk about luck and i could see luck i could see something weird happening you know it's a slim chance but connor could win but i would i would bet nearly anything that he will not outbox him he will not beat him he may catch him he, he may he get could, lucky some kind of lightning strike and again that we're talking uh, you know a sliver of a chance but uh you know well to, and to actually outbox him I mean, I know how to wrestle. Can I beat Karellen? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. No. I, probably <laughs> yeah. not. Yeah. I mean, I think you'd submit him in a grappling match. Do, you I know, think you'd choke Pete, him out. Pete's got a great question, though. You think we'd see more crossover fights like this? Well, there's already people win? asking to do that. Yeah. Uh, Stipe was already yep, he wants asking to, for a big one. Josh, the I, guy that uh, just forget the guy's Klitschko, name, yeah. right? Might have been, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, possibly. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, there's, there's a lot of MMA guys... It, now that there's so much more money flowing into the sport and so much more attention being drawn to it, you know, for the longest time, MMA fighters didn't get any kind of respect. They were just, you know, the thugs that couldn't cut it in boxing. Um, now there's so much more money in it that now guys are like, yeah, I, I want a big payday. Uh, you know, a, a well-paid MMA fighter outside of, you know, the, the cream of the crop, the John Jones and the McGregor. I mean, they're not making that much money yet compared no. to boxing. Yeah. So, yeah, to get in there and get, you know, a million dollar payday, you it's know. Huge. I mean, that's un. That, I mean, that's unheard of for all but the very upper echelon of right. the MMA community. I right. mean, a million dollars in in the MMA realm is you you are a god at that point. I mean, yeah. it's right. It's insane. But in boxing, that's that's not it's uncommon. Pretty, pretty standard. I mean, yeah, for prize fight or champion yeah. fight or even just like a solid professional fight. Yeah. Ooh, that's an interesting thought. Anderson Silva versus Mosley. Huh. Uh, yeah, actually, Anderson was talking about that. I, I don't know if it was Mosley. I think it might have been. But when he was uh, in his prime and the title, he had talked about wanting to, to take a boxing match. I, I think it was Mosley. Yeah. Who? Where do you think you would stack up boxing? Any Anyone notable you think you could hang with, Jimmy Horn? <laughs> um, no. No? No. No No one comes no. to mind? I mean, I'm tough. I can take a beating. But in terms of, like, actually winning a fight or, or looking like I'm even in the fight, no. This guy, he's so I mean, humble. I, I, yeah, I mean, I'm, so I'm good. I got a big head and I can take a beating. Um, but yeah, I don't, uh, I don't see. I mean, you said notable. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's, yeah, sure. I, mean, I can step I mean, in yeah. there and, and fight some club fighters and do okay. But any, anybody that anybody has ever heard of in the boxing world, probably not. I'll, I'll take the winner of, of this fight coming up. I'll take, I'll take whoever wins, McGregor or Fair Mayweather. Enough. I'll step right in there. And I'll do it for I'll get, one million. I don't even need Yeah, I don't even need a hundred million. I will do it for one million dollars and I will get knocked out in thirty seconds. And I'm okay with that. I'll take yep. my concussion, I'll go down the road. Yeah, and, and that's that's the other thing. The I mean, when it when it comes to that kind of money, I mean, you know, like you said, Jeff, both these guys have huge egos. So neither one of these guys is looking for a loss, but they're both winning no matter what happens. You yeah. know, you pay me a hundred million dollars, 
I'll stand in the ring and let Mike Tyson punch me with no gloves on. I don't care. hundred million? <laughs> yeah. Look, you can, I mean, my, my jaw will be wired shut for yeah. a little while and I'll have to drink through a straw, but I, I mean, I'll get, I'll, worth get it. I'll get leaner. I, I, can, <laughs> yeah. I need best, that anyway. It's the best diet ever there. So, um, I mean, so yeah, it was Roy Jones that Anderson Silva uh, wanted yeah, to that's fight. Yeah, right. that's right. I remember that now. Right. That's, that sounds... It's, so we're about out of time. Yeah. Uh, Josh, parting shots. So parting shots, man, I think, I think this is a big ticket item that everybody's going to be tuning in and, and sitting on the edge of their seat. My, my cynical mind is, and, and I hate to burst people's bubble, but I don't think it's going to be as exciting as the hype. Every time something this you know, amazingly hyped up has happened, it's always been a letdown. So my expectations are, I'm setting the bar incredibly low. In the event that something amazing happens, then, then, then I'll be excited. But I think, I think it, uh, at the end of the day, I think Mayweather walks away with this one with the win. Jeremy? Yeah, I, I, I kind of tend to agree. Um, I, I think this could go a lot like, uh, like, like maybe the Hatton fight, where Floyd is going to be pretty tentative early on. He's going to kind of take his time. And then maybe in the middle rounds, if he sees an opening, he could, he could uh, take advantage of that and put him away. But uh, I, I wouldn't necessarily expect anything, uh, anything major, certainly not right out of the gate. Sure, sure. Jeff, what are your thoughts? Uh, I'll... Watch it at the bar and see. There you go. Here, here's a great super fight they just put up there. Uh, Tim Kennedy versus Zombie Couture. That was, that was a classic one. We'd love to see that rematch. For those of you that have watched the uh, Range 15 movie, yes. that's, a, that's a pretty good reference. Um, yes. Monday, yeah, and, and let us know. Chime in after, after the fact. If you want us to, to break it down, whatever happens, you know, I think we can possibly bring that up on the following Monday show if that's something interesting. Just... Just chime in, you know, between now and then and, and let us know. Make sure you guys are tuning in. If you didn't catch this live and you want to hear the whole thing, we are on SoundCloud and iTunes. So make sure you're downloading the Savage Gentleman podcast. You're sharing it with every, everyone out there. Share it with the world. Yeah, we're growing this thing, man. So we want to get you guys on board at its infancy because this Savage Gentleman deal, I think, is going to take over and be be pretty big. So Jeremy, thanks a ton for coming out. Thanks for having thanks me. Thanks everyone for listening and tuning in and we will see you next time. Play that Ronaldo clip as we go out, Zach. Do it. <laughs> Do it. So yes. Horrible. Yes. This is the outro. <clears throat> right now I'm going to <clears throat> Right now I'm going to do a song called Watch Out Ronaldo. Watch out, Ronaldo. Uh, at the fancy feast, I came for the frill, yo. Then I look around and there's one deer, two deers, three deers, four deers. And my little friend says, so many deers. I don't belong in this deer pack. Watch out, Ronaldo. Watch out for dogs.